Welcome to our semi-weekly Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I wanted to talk a bit about Apple's future. As nearly everyone now knows, a stark deceleration of the Chinese market has made applesauce of the digital giant's share price, which has shed about one-third of its value since October. The vaporization of hundreds of billions of dollars of stockholder value in such a short time has left investors wondering if owning Apple is a risky business proposition or if an opportunity has now presented itself to buy shares at a more attractive entry point. I am not an expert in such things, but it seems to me that the digital giant still has a lot going for it. Even after the share price decline, Apple's market cap still outweighs Switzerland's GDP. Yet without the responsibilities of maintaining an army and regulating standards among chocolate makers. I understand that Apple's got employees to pay and other expenses, but its 2018 revenues exceeded the Alpine Confederation's tax collections in the same year, and it thus seems that Apple has more than enough wherewithal to remake itself. But how? Well, if China is facing its slowest growth in over a quarter of a century, the U.S. has become the fastest-growing major developed economy, and the fastest-growing industry in the U.S. is healthcare. Hardly a surprise given America's aging population. And within healthcare, conclusions vary depending on how the data is sliced and diced. But according to some analysts, the biggest growth opportunity lies in telehealth services. And that brings us to Apple. The company is already deeply enmeshed in digital health, particularly with its Apple Watch product, launched in 2015, which monitors health and fitness via a steadily expanding array of trackers. Its latest version includes a nifty little electrocardiogram and can ascertain if its wearer has fallen. The Swiss make beautiful timepieces, but nearly anyone with an elderly relative can appreciate the benefits of a device that can detect a health problem and immediately notify family. And with more than 33 million units sold since its 2015 launch, Apple has outsold the entire Swiss watch industry. The Apple Watch is only one of the company's innovative products in digital health. My point here is not to review Apple's entire product line, but rather to suggest that Apple and telemedicine strike me as a good combo. Telemedicine has the potential to solve health problems the world over by overcoming the difficulty of transmitting vital information about the patient where he or she is, which is normally where a doctor isn't. That doesn't just apply to an elderly uncle in New Jersey who falls down in the wee hours of the morning. Think also of the literally billions of people in the world who live in areas lacking in advanced medical infrastructure. You can't necessarily bring the best doctors and hospitals to a remote village in Africa, but you can screen for cervical cancer with a smartphone and arrest a totally preventable disease that in the U.S. costs $1.8 billion in lost productivity each year. Apple stepping up its digital health efforts isn't just the foggy notion of a journalist sitting on the sidelines, but is apparently the thrust the company now intends to take. In an interview with CNBC earlier this month, Following the company's disappointing revenue outlook, Apple CEO Tim Cook said the company had plans it was not yet ready to announce, but he gave a pretty strong clue when he said, quote, If you zoom out into the future and you look back and you ask the question, what was Apple's greatest contribution to mankind? It will be about health. We're democratizing it. We're taking what has been with the institutions and empowering the individual to manage their health, end quote. 
And so to our question about whether Apple is an investment, has been, or a vibrant opportunity, it seems fair to judge the company favorably. It's not just that in its current fallen position, the company's resources surpass an economically vibrant Switzerland. Perhaps more to the point, the contemporary version of the do-it-all Swiss army knife is today found not in Switzerland, but in Silicon Valley. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. And make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.